The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Monday. It is a high 64 degrees Monday, but it is raining out there. We finally got the rain, which I thought, you know, I was supposed to play golf yesterday on Sunday, but I thought it was going to rain. We got Dougie B in the studio, uh, Demery Lachey. Uh, and by A. Yeah, he, uh, I guess you come when you want to come. Uh, I don't know. It's a matter of what's important. I forgot to say happy birthday to a few people uh, at Starbucks. Uh, take care of me well. This is not your place. What's your place, Doug? Dutch Brothers. Dutch Brothers. Mm-hmm. F Brothers. <laughs> oh, wow. It's turning Monday out that way, huh? 888-346-9144. We do have a lot to talk about. Uh, well, last week we talked about uh, the the running backs that are free agency, and it is a it is a hot topic because you, you yeah. don't put a premium on running backs anymore these days, and I don't understand why. Uh, but you can argue so much of a passing league and what the receivers bring to the table. But you have to have a quarterback to do that. Cleveland Browns uh, signed Josh McCown, which is a good, it's a great sign. That's a good sign. Did you see him last year? Yeah, but did you see him the year before that? Consistency, man. Right, but he was in Tampa. You just, you. Just and I understand where, you don't have no you don't have the surrounding have cast. Yeah, you don't have anybody. You got Jackson and who else? I I didn't exactly. watch Tampa Bay. Nobody watched Tampa Bay. No. Tom Brady didn't watch Tampa Bay. But you know what? With Cleveland doing that, I it think gives... a quarterback is premium. And, and this is the argument with the. This is not so much of an argument, but this is uh, the, the topic that's coming out with the two quarterbacks, uh, Mariota and Jameis Winston. And we'll right. get to them later. But you got to have a quarterback to win in this league in you, a small. Oh way. yeah. Well, and I think what happens with with Cleveland picking up uh, McCown is that buys time for Menzel because I don't think Cleveland's a hundred percent done with him. They want to see what happens with rehab. Now they can take their time. They don't have to rush his his return back. But at the same time, why go with McCown when you have Hoyer? What which presented Hoyer? I was a last Hoyer year. fan. I was. A I Hoyer mean, he fan. he won. He has a winning uh, record with him. And you kept putting pressure on him by bringing you. you as an organization franchise, you want to bring in the best one. You you got a um, you, you got a law firm. You want to go out to these universities and these places, or maybe another law firm, and get the best lawyer. You want to right. get the best lawyer for your company. Well, in this league, we talking about the NFL. You know, you want a quarterback, but you put. I think they put a lot of pressure. You drafted Johnny Manziel, and it was a surprise to me him getting drafted in the first round. Uh, I was, we've seen we've seen. Um, We've seen Heisman Trophy candidate winners get drafted in, not get drafted in the first round. Well, look at Matt Leinart. Gino, Gino, yeah, he got drafted. No, he got drafted. Done. Well, he thought he was going to be the first pick. Matt thought he was going right. to be the first pick, and uh, you wasn't even the best on your team. You had no. Reggie Bush, and you had the receiver, and your offensive line core was stutter, uh, uh, awesome. Uh, the offensive line you had. Oh yeah. Uh, but you wasn't the best on your team. But you went to USC, and you get that that notif- that all that publication that comes with it. Gino Toretta, Miami Dolphins. Not, not Miami Dolphins, but Miami Hurricanes. He was a Heisman candidate. Got drafted in the seventh round. Wasn't in the league for probably three years. 
So the Heisman doesn't. The Heisman to me has always been the BS with it. But if you're going to have a great team or have a team that's going to get into the playoff, I think you have, you have to have a serviceable quarterback. And I don't. I just don't see Johnny Manziel. Everybody goes to the problem. I hope he come out of this rehab and he's a different guy or he's a better guy. Right, uh, more mature. Yeah, more mature because there's nothing wrong with you having a drink. It's just when you have those drinks and why you think you can have that drink. Hey, but a lot of it's how you act on field and off field, man. Some of the antics and everything else. We understand he's a kid and he's going to have some of that stuff. Oh, he, but he learned the hard way. Go oh, ahead. he did. But look at the just the the show me the money sign when he got drafted, stuff like that. That's going above and beyond because to me. You got drafted great. You're coming out of college. Show me what you can do in the NFL because so far you haven't. So don't throw up that money sign because you're 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 not worth you're the target. money. You're a target. And and, yeah. and here's the the conflict with uh, Manziel. And we were talking. We're gonna get back into kind of lead it from running backs to quarterbacks. But right. here's here's what happened with uh, Manziel. He come from a, a background that has money. Now if he yep. was anyone else doing that, it would have been his thing. But you don't do that to the NFL. And we and to NFL guys who's out there playing at that high level. And we saw what he I forgot what game I forget what game it was in, but he did that. All you did was created a target on your yep. you want to play against the best. Well, so look these at what guys happened think uh, they, with when, Sam. When Sam tackled him, that's that's what he did to him. Threw right. the money up to threw him. Threw the money sign up. But he did this in college and he right. got to, and his coach pulled him out. Didn't try to uh, he tried to uh show up his coach over down in the Texas A and M. Coach pulled him to the side. You just these kids uh in a these kids feel like they could do whatever they want to do and here's where all this starts and this show goes you know how we go on the show it goes yep. a long way it all starts at home you feel like you're privileged yeah. and you could do a whole lot of things if you don't take care of it at home you're going to have a problem with this kid come up so when it comes up don't say well he's just being a kid right. I don't think Johnny Manziel is just being a kid I think Johnny Manziel has never been disciplined ever in no. his life so when he but he gets around but he's been in sports and most sports teams, you see some discipline and you latch on to that. You pull it, but you never been had any strict discipline. And no. you could, and you could probably say, well, he never needed it. He never had the guidance either. But and you know, to be to have a good team, you got to have a a very serviceable quarterback. Oh. You mentioned uh, uh, the quarterback in Cleveland. I said Josh McCown was a, was a pretty good uh, signing for the Cleveland. Um, because cause Boyer did a good job. Not Boyer, but uh, Hoyer. Hoyer did a good right. job over there. But I think they just put too much pressure on him. Now, with everything coming out, we got the franchise tag. And I say yep. maybe the emergencies of the receiver core has put a, has put a damper or a damper on uh, the uh, running backs. Because yeah. I keep forgetting about Frank Gore in San Francisco. Yeah. And I don't know why. He's not uh, a big talk right now. I don't know uh, why. He, he's Frank Gore still can run the football. Age, that's the only that. thing I can think of. I don't believe in that quarterback. No. I don't believe in that age stuff because you can play, you can play. Yeah, uh, but especially with the running back, I just once don't you get in age, you. go ahead. You're, you're, once you get up in age, you're going to get fragile, man, as a running back because you're getting that pound. So, but which comes to I think what you're going to talk about is, is pay. If you're 34, 35 years old as a running back, I'm not going to pay you as a, a 25 year old running back because you're not going to be an every down back. Okay, is this criminal? You 34 now you gotta you gotta prepare for the future so you get younger backs. But if this 34 year old running back, this 33 year running back year old running back is outperforming your younger guys, and maybe that's because of experience, but he plays he's 37 and you didn't pay him for three three to four years, isn't that criminal to a running back? Because you already you already publicly and nationally. Said, well, we don't have to pay running backs because we got a system where anybody can run the ball in our system. Yeah, but you're not winning Super Bowls. Right. You're not winning Super Bowls if you can't control the football. If you can't control the football in the NFL, you know, as, no. as much as happy, uh, past happy this lead is, 
you're not winning games. You're not winning Super Bowl just passing the ball. Look no. at look at Tom look at Tom Brady and, and the Patriots. They yeah. still have to run the football. Oh yeah, and they run by committee. Yeah. They, they got a running back yeah. by committee there. So with this um, off season, the talk is Adrian Peterson uh, coming back, coming back or not co- going back to the to the Minnesota Vikings, which I thought it was interesting the conversation these guys had in Dallas. With he and Jerry Jones talking on the phone, allegedly yeah. talking on the phone. I don't know what, I never found out what truth came to that. Was it a conversation or not? Then you got the DeMarco Murray who's over there. Now you keep putting a premium to- on um, Tony Romo and his hmm. playmaking skills. Oh. Tony, Tony Romo can make plays, but he make the wrong, he make a plays at the wrong time. He can make plays because DeMarco Murray has a ball. But before DeMarco Murray, Tony Romo is a playmaker. He is a, yeah. I don't, I'm not a Tony, it's kind of like Kobe. I respect your game, Tony Romo. I respect your game. But but I'm not, not a fan. fan. I'm no. not a fan uh, because everybody keeps trying to make him a superstar. I'll take Danny White right now over him. Danny, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Danny out of, White out of retirement. Out of come retirement. On. Out of retirement. But no, seriously. But you got Demarco Murray. That's uh, that's a special back. That made he's a t- rare that back. Made Tony Romo, an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. a, a top MVP candidate this year. Made Dallas do what they had to do. But here's what everybody say: Demarco Murray. We don't put a premium on running back, so Demarco Murray. Uh, well, you go ahead and test the market because we franchise you're gonna get ten million, right? Uh, which he probably could get ten million in signing bonus alone, fifteen million in signing bonus alone. But the franchise, in my opinion, is used the wrong way for a lot of reasons. We may get into that as we uh, move into the show. Then you say Demarco Mary, you you had what do you have fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred yards something this Somewhere, year, yeah. And then you say, where's well, the offensive line? It, it is the offensive line. It's part of it. Right. But to run the football, you gotta be. You have to have some vision. You have oh, to be yeah. able to see that. He should have a hundred and something yards every year. The Arizona Cardinals stopped him from getting a hundred. Yeah, I mean Cardinal. every game, not every year, but every game he should have a hundred something yards. He That's what you look at in your back. You want a back consistently giving you a hundred plus yards. A and game. I don't need a back to give me two thousand yards. I, I, you know that means I'm running you to death. Yeah. Unless you're touching the ball every other time and you you breaking away for six, 60, 70 yards. I, you I, have I no don't passing wanna, game, and you have to run. You have to strategically know how to use your running backs. But that's you, why I you, think you a lot of them are. Getting old. Well, what about the the older players on other positions? They get old. You still try to pay them because right. they have a lot. They have so much in their head. Depending on the position, though, too. Well, there's, there's a lot of talk about them. You know, we started this off. There's a lot yeah. of talk about the running back position. Uh, Frank Gore, uh, Adrian Peterson, Demarco Murray, uh, and then with the franchise tags uh, being made today, Dad's yep. Bryant possibly being franchised for the. Uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Thomas I, I, with the Broncos. Thomas, Demarius Thomas with the Broncos. That's, I mean, you can strategically use those franchise tags, but what teams, what teams do is franchise you so they don't have to pay you a lot of money. Right. Well, that plus they're looking at the uh, just the fact that they don't, they might not know what they have as a quarterback the next couple of years, uh, which I'm looking at Dallas with Des Bryant. What are they going to do with uh, with um, Romo? How's he going to be? Look at Dallas with uh, uh, Demarius Thomas. You know, you only have pain for what about a year or so. So Demarius Thomas? No, no, no pain. Well, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Pain, but yeah, with yeah. pain, you only have him for about a year or two. So let's franchise Demarius to see what we have afterwards, and then we can move on from there. So yeah, but you haven't. But now, but you you talk so much about running backs, and and I don't want to pay you as you get older. DeMarco Murray was what, 24, 25? Yeah, he's 20, yeah, but 25, 26. I think he can get two contracts out of that unless you give him the long term and then right. and pay him up front. So if you franchise him, you you stopping him. This is a move on your part. This is a business move on your part, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. 
you you stopping him from getting his money or the two contracts that he possibly could get the maximum of two contracts. Agreed. I don't I don't think he gonna get maximum dollar on two contracts, but total of the two contracts as opposed to him being franchised right now. Right. So uh, it's just green man with the owners. That's what it comes down to. I say it all the time. Yeah. I say it all the time. Is it is a business? You got to understand it's a business. Uh, that's why when people go into situations. They, they oh this 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 company loves me uh, I'm gonna go do this this and that for them, but when it comes down to making a the decision, they might take that in consideration, but they'd rather make the money first before they can give it to you. And if they didn't like in like in baseball, if I didn't have three hundred fifty million dollars to give you in eight years for eight years, there's no way in the world I'll give it to you. Right. So don't tell me the owners and the lead is not making money because I couldn't I wouldn't be able to pay you that. But they count on a whole lot of revenue, a whole sales, lot of ticket sales, beer. T- yeah. Uh, well. In the beer department, it's more so beer sponsors, right? Because because these sponsors pay for that. The TV Man, money, ten dollars a beer, man, that's ridiculous for a shot of beer. But no, I, I you know, and I like to see the NFL get rid of the franchise tag. I think it opened up the free agency a lot I, different. I think you shouldn't be able to use it uh, only once on one player because you it, can do it twice a year. Twice you can a do right? it twice, and yeah. you got to give them five percent more. Yeah, but on, but man. still, uh, Demarco Mary would make ten million, ten a little over ten million dollars, and. Outside idiots that's, that's looking in and say ten million dollars for one year. Yeah, I do it. Yeah, but you, you this is this is the sport where they pay you more yep. than that for your position yeah, and t- what you've done. Ten million might seem a lot, but you can go to Chicago Bears and you just get paid about fifteen to eighteen. He can million. go to Indianapolis uh, Colts and get paid Cardinals. ten million. Uh, he, he, Demarco Mayer with the Cardinals, yes, because he can run between the tackles. And we got the money because Darnell, well, Darnell didn't put his mouth where his money or his money where his well, mouth he got was. Hurt. I don't care, but okay. Here's my thing with Darnell. I loved him as a Cardinal man uh, and he's a still defense a guy. He just he haven't left town yet. He's still a Cardinal. But sit, look at all the trash he was talking about. Uh, Dansby the year before leaving for the money. That's how I mean from the from the outside looking in. That's what it looks like right now. That you're trying to test your waters and go they get for the him. money. No, they cut him. They didn't cu- come to they agreements cut. on the contract. Okay, he could have said yes. I, I'll pay for that. No way. That's you why dug, he, uh, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that at all. But and, it, and it I understand be, that. It but has that's to be fine. an agreement, though. I, and I understand that. But don't come out the year before and talk smack about oh, I hate Dansby when, leaving. I hate when guys do that. That's what I'm talking about. If he never mentioned Dansby the year before, <clears throat> you wouldn't I'd be saying what you're saying now. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, but you got to. If we. Because it's a business, Darnell, and you know what's going to happen. I'm taking care of Fitzgerald first. I knew Fitzgerald would buy, well, do what he did for the car. Right. I knew he would do that. I'm taking care of that issue first. And and next up to free more money, then Darnell Darkin, who didn't play last year, but who who was a double uh, sack guy, right. and then but before he got hurt, I mean he was hurt all year, but he was on road trips, he was on the sideline from the time he had his surgery, he was always there. He was a veteran leader. He was a veteran leadership. Yep. You pay, you have to pay for that. You do. I don't care. That's part of with uh, with uh, Larry. Yeah, sinners, right? No, 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 Larry Fitz. Well, I know. You pay, part of that contract was leadership for Fitz. Part of that contract. Part of the other, I, the other I, part was we're going to put you a slot receiver, so you're going to do some work. Okay, that's how you saw it. Here's how I see it. Part of that contract is they didn't want the state turn on them. And it pr- oh, maybe half mm-hmm. of the country turn yeah. on the Cardinals. Because they Cardinals are doing well right now. They didn't want them turn on on uh, the Cardinals. You How dare you get rid of Larry Fitzgerald and not sign him? And all he ever did was, was sign back to you when you didn't right. have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the other part was, well, can we free up some cap space? And here's where Darnell Dockett comes back to the, uh, the subject. He was the next priority. You had to either negotiate with him or restructure his deal or cut him to free up space. Right. 
being cut in a, any sport is not a bad thing because they're trying to sign you back, but they have to cut you to free that space up unless you can, like you said, they didn't agree. Well, right. yeah, I don't agree what you want me to come back and do. I've been hurt one time in all my 10-year career, hurt where That's I couldn't That's a big play. injury, though. It's football. Yeah, they expect that. See, here's the owners. Here's the owners. They expect you not to get hurt in the most physical sport on the planet. That in hockey, I think, is the most physical sport yep. on the planet. And, and I would throw rugby in there if you ever played rugby. Ooh. If you ever played rugby, you, you know how physical that game is. But I would throw hockey, football, hockey, and, you know, rugby. But we can find any other physical sport. But the most physical sport, football, owners are like you're not supposed to get hurt. They are like you're not supposed to get hurt. So, but when right. you do, I got to use that as leverage against no, you. I, but I, and I understand that. But guys get hurt time. and come back all the time. But ha- better. But with an ACL tear. Yeah. Well, Adrian Peterson had one. Torres O'Neill. Right, that's true. He came. But yeah, back. okay. Adrian Peterson's a lot different body structure than Darnell as well. Yeah. But that's Adrian, why I'm, there's a lot Peterson's of getting there, hurt all the time. I, I mean, not hurt all the time, but getting hit yeah, all the time. But there's a lot of weight going on that knee with Darnell. So I I, I just look at it as more of a. You're going to be more prone to re-injure that that knee now. So why do I want to pay you that extra money? Whereas if you were completely What's healthy, I have movie, no problem. Uh, Vanilla Sky, where you can uh, predict the uh, the crime before it happened. Was it Vanilla Sky? Or was it uh? I don't it was know what you're talking else. about. What was that movie? Tom Cruise. You can predict the crime. Jerry Maguire. No, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can predict the crime before it happened. So you trying to predict yeah. that he injury prone because he got hurt one time, and so I'm not going to pay you. But that's owners. Yeah, I'm saying owners full of crap. Minority Report. Minority Report. Minority thing. Report. Sir, secret, secret stat guy. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Minority Report. I can predict a uh, pre-crime before it happens. So I'm going to arrest you right now, Doug, because uh, I think you could cr- commit a crime tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I, I get can't, it, man. I, can't, I get it. Well, yeah, but owners are, owners are full of it, man. We're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break, a uh, two-minute break. We'll come back. We'll talk some, um, you know, we get, I'm talking about the role of sports across the board and, and how nobody's competing with them and then bring up the topic of, uh, especially in baseball. This situation in baseball is kind of driving me crazy. Then we get back to some football. Quarmalized Sports Talk, Dougie B in the studio. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. I had to let that play. <laughs> you know me. You know me. I'm not down with it. Yeah, this is for problems. You, can, you know what? You can interpret that. Exactly. You can exactly. interpret that. Six nine one four four. That's the number. Call in. Uh, yeah, OP. That was a stretch in a North Carolina nation. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, every song, every thing has its time and its moment. That was a great moment for North Carolina nation. And they came out a couple of couple of songs, man. The Lions were not franchise Dominic Sue. And Dominic and Sue. Uh I think that's about twenty six million dollars you have to get him if you franchise him. See, yeah. here's and here's what the owners want to do. And, I, and this is a topic I wanted to get into, uh, but this is so this is great leading into it. You try not to pay a lot of people. So when do you when you do franchise, you try to cut these positions down. Well, I don't want to pay you, okay, you the best at your position, but I don't want to pay you this much. And this this happens over time, and it takes time to get to, get to this point. Like every position, if I can keep the numbers down, when I franchise you, Doug, I don't have to pay you a lot because the numbers are not up. See, in franchise tag, I only have to pay you 5%. Right. You have to be paid as a, one of the top 5% at your position. So if I'm not, if I can keep these numbers down and I'm an owner and I can make all this money that I don't deserve, and this, and this revenue, this TV, uh, sponsors, uh yeah, like NFL has a huge beer sponsor, but I, I you I can't be seen out drinking beer and intoxicated. Right. <laughs> but you? but but what I do, I'm I'm messing up the brand of the NFL, which who has a uh, huge beer contract. Yeah. Now, see, my thing with the well, they were not going they not go franchise in Dominican Sioux, uh, but they are the Chiefs franchise in Houston, who has played well at Pro Bowl level two three straight years. There's a lot of franchise um, going out there, going out this year or uh, this, uh, th- yeah, this season, this all season, and hopefully used in the right way. My thing with the uh, with sports in general, when you look across the board in sports, and we've seen a lot of football leagues, who competes with the NFL? No one. We've seen a lot of baseball leagues. Who competes with the Major League Baseball? No one. We've seen a lot of basketball leagues. Now, the Olympics bring some attention, right. but we're using our guys. We're using our guys. And there's right. other guys across seas that can play. Yeah. And that's why you, you watch the NBA draft, we getting those guys. What we're doing is breaking up what they have possibly right. to be big over there. Stephon Marbury, he's still playing over in China yeah. right now, playing at a high level. Yep. I mean, whatever the high level is in China. But he wanted but, to be able to come over here and do what no, he's doing. No, he was offered to come over here twice. Yep. Stephon Marbury was offered to come over in twice. How old is he, like 45? <laughs> Stop hating. <laughs> He's over there, but okay. No one's comp- no one competes with these major these major league teams: football, baseball, basketball. Right. Why don't um, why don't we have another league? We have leagues that want to play football on Wednesdays. I coached in I coached in the UFL for the Vegas Locos, but we try to schedule our games on Wednesdays and Thursdays so we don't compete with the NFL. Why do we have leagues around 
this country around this world that don't compete with the major ones. And I bring that up mm-hmm. because nobody competes with the NFL. They always trying to, uh, they always trying to build a team or build a league, not teams, build a league around what the NFL is not doing. The NFL, what they do is try to have football twelve months out of a year. When football is over, with, it's something going on with football. Right. They keep it on TV, or they tell you about some. They create some drama about some player, player did this. When we knew up when, when he did it on the second week of the football season, but right. we need this drama. To well, keep football yeah. going. Now, same right thing now, with baseball. Man. Yes. Right now, we're talking about the franchise, franchise tag. We're talking about the combine. Free combine, draft. And none of these college kids get paid for this. No. But they're getting, they getting, market, they getting exposed and marketed, but they don't get any of this money. Okay, what Major League Baseball? None of these guys. Who competes with Major League Baseball? There no should one. be some leads because the power that be – uh, 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 controlling these little small markets. There's no, there's not enough. There's so many great athletes, and you could go like like in Cuba, and, and, and Brian um, sent me an email. We we were texting back and forth, uh, and we got Brian on hold. I want to bring him on the show, but sent me a text last night, and I thought that was interesting. You, you got um, you got guys that's coming out right now out of high school. You got guys that's coming out of college right now that don't get more than a, a guy you would go get from Cuba. They put, I think it was $19 million that you paid just to talk to him. Mm. You, remember the, you remember the picture, and I thought this was crazy because I always uh, uh, refer to uh, uh, Brian Nelson and uh, Julian Spivey, uh, well, a lot of guys, but these two in particular, when it comes to baseball matters because they play, they understand the game inside and out. When you can talk to somebody inside and out and it relates to what you did right. and you understand, yeah, why, why, did, why is this the case? And you see the injustice in it, the injustice in it. Why there's no more leads? How can uh, uh, I go get a talk? I got to pay $30 million just to talk to a pitcher coming from China or Japan. Ridiculous, And that's just man. to talk to him. He never had to play in just just a conversation. Yeah. But I won't go get – I just to talk to this guy in college because the NCAA has a lot to do with that. I want to talk to this guy in college, but I can't. He's still yep. in college. But I, when he comes out, the most he can make is about $10 million at the most. And he could be a better player than that China guy. He is going to be a better player than that China guy. He's going to be a better player than that Cuban, right. most times than that Cuban guy. Right. In my opinion, from what I've seen, we got Brian Nelson. Nelly, you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, Connie? Matt, what's up? I appreciate you calling in because this was a topic. I, and, I, and Doug and I, Dougie B is on the, uh, um, on the other mic. Okay. Well, we were, we're, I, I was saying, who competes with the NFL? Any other leagues? Who competes with Major League Baseball? Any other league? At a high level, who competes with the NBA at a high level? And I, and the NBA, I said something about the uh, Olympics, but that's our pl- those are our players, those are the guys who's already in the NBA. Uh, nobody competes with these major league sports, and I wonder why that is because you got guys that could come out of high school, and if they want to do that in baseball, they can. Can't do it in football and basketball. Nope. They want you to go to college because it builds the brand of the NCAA. But no one competes with these leagues, and this guy from Cuba. Gets uh, about nineteen point one million dollars, if I'm not mistaken. And Brian, you would know better mm-hmm. than I do. Thirty-one point one. Thirty-one point one. I'm way wow. off. And this is just a, this is a contract, or this is just to talk to him. Well, there's a such thing as a luxury tax, and and um, like they have a cap on how much you can sign international players for. And the Red Sox, the team that signed this guy, was already over the cap or at the limit. So when they signed him. Whatever they signed him for, they had to pay a tax to the league. So that was a fine. Yeah, the thirty thirty one million was a fine for going <laughs> over the 
the limit that you're allowed to sign international players. So they signed him for thirty one and paid a thirty one million dollar tax to the league. Are you telling me they didn't they didn't mind paying this fine just so they can get this guy? And but we got kids that's coming out of we got kids in high school right now that's here. Uh, what would be the difference into uh, what was the Cameron uh, Dasmon Cameron? Yeah, Daz outfield Cameron. outfield in California. I believe he's out in California. Right. That his his dad is Mike Cameron, former major leaguer for the White Sox. Man, he's a great player, his dad. So he has the pedigree, he has the background. He's been in the clubhouse since he was a kid. He's like the King Griffey of our time right now. Mm. He um, he has everything going. He's about 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, he's fast. Everything that you want in a baseball player and a prospect. But if there's a draft you got to go through, you have to go through college and high school. And I remember I showed you, I sent you a text last night on... Um, the highest paid player from the MLB draft last year was $7.9 million. That was the first overall pick. Man. The number one overall pick in this state. In, in this state. State. So I'm playing a, I'm playing a, uh. You got over there, man. I'm watching this guy. This guy, he pops that, man, that, he pops that bat, man. Mm-hmm. You watch this guy play. Watch the video of, uh, Dasmon Cameron. He looks yeah. like, and when he say the King Griff, uh, King Griffey Jr. of this century right now, you can, you can see that. He looks like he has everything. Has a strong arm. He's in that. He's an outfielder. Probably can play anything else. Uh, yep. Probably, probably right now. And when we, and we would talk about guys is coming from another. He has a pedigree. He has a background. It's in his blood. This is what he's doing. And we're talking about him because he's he's arguably probably mm-hmm. number one. Probably number one. You know, you got pitchers and that you uh, teams like to take first. But he's gonna be in that top five. Nah, he's gonna be the top one. That's what I was gonna say, man. Yeah, he's the one prospect in the country. Right. See, he he the one guy. He that guy. He's a Jameson Winston of baseball. But exactly, look. he might get ten million. Right? Yeah, he so, might get ten but million. This is why, though, Kwame. This is this is why the other guys are more like um, they get more. Okay, like they have a league, and that's our only problem with African American. We don't have a league, man. We don't have anywhere to go when everybody else kick us out. Okay, so Cuban league. Japanese league, uh, Mexican league to a certain extent is all comparable to MLB. You know what I'm saying? So if he's already played in that league at 17, 18 years old, I'm talking about this Cuban player, and he's pretty much dominated or played good in that league, then it's pretty easy to scout him and see where his talent is going to be in the future. So nevertheless, they want to encourage the rest of the dudes to come over here. So that's why they pay that such a high amount because when they come here they can't go back home so they got to make them comfortable here you know what I'm saying well, is, but is here it a- in America you got to go through college high school <laughs> yeah. play AAU teams one of my friends wrote a post uh, yesterday he's from Dominican and he said the problem with y'all in America is it, t- it takes $250-$300 a month to play on a travel team and we all get our kids over here and it takes $15 to join our league and we teach them how to play and that's, and that's true, the man. thing. Go ahead, Doug. I'm just saying that's true, man. Looking at putting my kids in uh, some of the travel leagues, I'm like, how am I pay this much money when I could just go for pennies for uh, city rec league, yeah. you know, and just get one of the ga- one of the dads or the coaches that, that knows what he's doing, you know, and even get out there myself and teach them the game. Yeah, it's not going to be the competitive nature, but then at the same time, in these competitive leagues out here, that's where the high schools are getting these kids from, anyways. So yeah. if you don't put them in that league. Now he's behind. So when he goes out for the high school basketball team, he's already got the kids that's 
been playing the competitive league and these travel teams and he's behind, so now he doesn't make the high school team either. Okay, so now you see how the system works. So, yep. okay, they'll say, and if it was your kid, my kid, any kid, they say you don't play in the seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, then they'll say, oh, well, you haven't played and we don't know who you are, you got to start at that. No matter how good you've gotten in the summer, no matter how good you're, you know, if you have a parent or somebody that's taught you baseball, you're not going to play. Well, 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 Brian, you, you gotta uh, you talk about this league and competing with these leagues, uh, and you're right. When I, when you were saying that, I looked at Doug. I said, you know what? He's right. He there's no you, there used to be a Negro league. There's right. no right. there's no league, and MB, MLB broke that up because there were so many great players in there. They can see if you're a businessman, you got a great business mind. You can see the future where your what you yep. have can come to an end because of what's over here. You're going to so, get that product. So you break that product up. You buy that lead and you break it up. Yep. So And I yep. think that's what happened with the Negro League. Uh, you start getting uh, all these guys. You start getting these superstars from there. And who knows how many superstars was in that lead because it was their own lead. And when you yeah. and when you have kids. And that, now, Nelly, you have a son that's played baseball at a high level, has a high baseball mm-hmm. IQ. But that's your son. See, I would need to take my boy to whether you or Spivey and, and teach him the game inside out. I could t- I can get him that put that dog. Well, I think if you don't have that dog, you're not gonna have no. that dog. But no, I could t- I could tell him how to uh, what it's gonna take. But to learn right. the baseball games because you still you still balling you you get a lot of guys that's in the that's in the sport and know what they're doing and and know how to get across to these kids. Uh, so what is it gonna take before your son gets to a level where? Well, I, I really would like him playing this league as opposed to that league because the World League. You remember the World Football League? Yep. They competed with the NFL. They had the Washington Generals, the, mm-hmm. was the New Jersey Generals, and all those teams. You yep. had all these. You had all these teams in the World League, but the NBA, but the uh, NFL broke them up, and they broke yep. them up strategically because we had a lockout. There was a lockout in the NFL, and all these guys started crossing over. You had a lot yep. of superstars mm-hmm. uh, in that World Football League came over, and, and now they Hall of Fame guys in the NFL. Well, I think a lot of people were looking right. at the uh, XFL and thinking that was going to be the next kind of competition Because they the wanted NFL. something different, too. Yep. I don't just want something different. I want something that's sustainable, that's, that's, you, can put in, you can put a camera in front of it and say, I enjoy this. I, I see... But when you bring a whole, you bring a whole lot to the table. Cause me, right. I'm gonna talk trash to you. I'm gonna talk in your face. If you say something to me, I'm gonna talk trash. Uh, you look, you, you look at, <clears throat> you look at a lot of things what uh, MLB um, guys do, and then you can go look uh, in Chicago what those guys do. It looks different. But the Chicago guys do this every day. It's nothing right. to them. But somebody else do it in another community. Oh, it looks special all of a sudden. It wasn't special. Mm-hmm. It's what it's what we do every day. Well, and look at the NCAA, man, with football and basketball, looking at the uh, freshman tag now that they want to put on. Yeah, so now you've got, an, uh, you've got an extra year that you, you have to wait to even do anything now. You know, I'm not going to say I don't, want, I don't like the – I don't know what the race card is or whatever that is, but all right, let's say the sports the that you can come out of high school, tennis, golf, baseball, and any sport, any – skateboarding and any other event you can come out of. You can actually join as a teenager and be a professional. But the ones that are dominated by a majority African Americans, you have to go to college, even basketball. Now, what would it have served LeBron James to go to college for one year? <laughs> Not, nothing at all. Or Kobe. Besides trying to maybe get hurt and not play no more basketball. And But, but what that does, Nelly, is, is it brings more attention to the collegiate level. 
Right. It, it makes them a billion dollar business. It, it promotes them and it promotes their university. That's why teams like Kentucky, uh, who else? Uh, maybe see women can't go. Although women, they should be able to leave if they want to. That's a that's a that's right. a WNBA. But you bring in guys that go to schools like Kentucky and maybe Kansas and all those Duke because they can leave right away. Yep. But they can leave right away, and they and they, and they promise that. Yeah, but you can control that. I can get you here, and I get your numbers up, and you can leave. What, what's what's next? What's to be done? Because there should be another league in baseball, and not just a uh, a practice squad league like football has. Yeah. I mean, you got the Triple A, Double A, Single yeah. A. Yeah, but that's all. That's all MLB. You know, that's all affiliated with MLB. Right. And um, really, man, to be honest, dude, we've been going over this. A lot of my friends, players, and you know, former players and current players. I mean, and it's only one way, to, uh, and it's going to sound stupid to a lot of people, but it's only one way, man, and that's to get your own league. And we were we were talking about, you know, how the logistics, where we should do it. And, you know, the more and more we come up with the ideas, it sounds stupid, but it should be in Africa, man. Really. It should be a place... Like, we don't even have our own country. We don't have, like, if we want to play in the World Baseball Classic or the Olympics or whatever, we we can only play with the United States. But let's just say Alex Rodriguez. The first time they had the World Baseball Classic, Alex Rodriguez played for Dominican, right? And he's from Miami. That's that loyalty. The next time they had it, he played for the U.S. So, like, wait, what is going on here? Like, everybody have options on what they can do except us. You can't put... If we can fill the team, think about the team we can fill with all the black players in the major leagues. We can play it. That changed, on, well, that changed the complex of the major league baseball. Yeah. That it changed, changed the complex of, of the way our kids look at baseball, too. That's the point we don't get. Yeah. When our kids see nine people out there that look like them, that's having fun, playing the game, running bases, it's, now it's not a so, so uncle, like boring sport like people say it is. Now it's an exciting sport. You got somebody jumping over walls, diving, Stealing bases, bringing excitement to the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a different element to the game. Man, I, I appreciate your insight, but you're right. Another league. I, I hope you guys stay on top of that and let me know. You know, I'm my life goal, Kwame. Huh? That's it's, it's. I think it's one of my life goals, man. It's um. I know because every time to I talk sure to you, you passionate about that. We we could be talking about anything, and we do, and everything, and it comes back to we got to get this league going. Uh, first of all, we got to get a facility where these guys can train. You know what people mm-hmm. look like them. Uh, I think, I think if you, I was very. You know, please, what what happened in Chicago in the World Series with the uh, Jackie Robinson West saying oh, it was good to see stuff like yeah. that, uh, and I think it should be more of it. And then we wouldn't have a problem. We wouldn't be so surprised about, dang, these guys can play baseball. Yeah, they can play baseball. Yeah, you don't see them you though. Know, you see who's coaching them though. We have to get African American men in the community that's gonna you know be willing to coach these kids. Right. Mm-hmm. We know, gotta take, uh, these kids are, are hard headed. We we know it. I mean, <laughs> they need somebody. They know they know more hard headed than the guy. No, I'm saying than a privileged kid. But if you can relate to them, you can get to them. Like I can relate to kids. That's true. Because I see myself in them, and I see you know I know struggle. I know kids. So I don't anything negative. I don't bring up negative stuff to kids. I don't tear them down. But when you're the only black kid on a team, dude, that is the worst thing ever. When you're the only black kid on a team. You're hearing all this crap from the kids. The coach is treating you unfair, so you don't even like baseball. But if you get it into, like, say, me, you, Kwame, and um, 
you know what I'm saying, Spivey, and we're coaching the team, then it's going to be a, it's going to be a different atmosphere. They're going to come to practice ready to work. They're going to, you know what I mean? It's going to be right. different. Yeah, because they, yeah, they know. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to take a quick break. I got to take a quick break. Um, but I, I do appreciate your insight. I don't know if you got to go or not because Doug and no, I about. I, I got time, bro. Okay, we're going to talk about this coach that we talked about last week, and I didn't think he should be fired. I, I maybe suspended, but I want to get your opinion because you have a kid and you can relate to kids. If a coach said this to your son, what would you do? Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back immediately. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Great song to come back with. Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk, Dougie B in the studio. We got a uh, longtime baseball, uh, let me see, aficionado, I should call, and he's still playing uh, <laughs> in some uh, in a, on a lot of levels. And, and my thing was, when I first met Brian, I'm like, what I, the things we just got finished talking about, the things you heard about different leagues, I'm like, oh my goodness, why are you not still playing with these? I'm watching baseball, I'm like, why are you not still playing on this level right here? Because these guys have so much in the game. Then I realized the politics to come with it because it comes with everything else. If I get 10 years in, you got to pay me for my, uh, what is it, life insurance, health insurance yeah. for the rest of my uh, life. Yeah, the rest of your life. And I thought that was huge. I thought that was very important, even though if I got 10 years here, I've obviously made some money and I've, I've taken care of it. But still, nothing beats in this country your life, your health insurance uh, for the rest of your life. And $150,000 might help, too. Yeah. yeah. What's 150000 a year? Yeah. God almighty. For the rest of your life. Huh. Oh, my goodness. So, that's hold on, Nelly. Left, man. That's, that's, 
You know I what mean, you that's need. A, that's not even Hall of Fame. I mean, that's that's just ten years of full pension. Wow. Full pension, ten years in the league. Is that ten plus years? Because after ten years, and I thought the NFL should be like this, and I want to get into that culture of Vanderbilt. But I thought the NFL should be like this. I don't care if you play one year. That's a thousand dollars for the rest of your life. Right, you should. If, if yeah. you play one year, for every year you play, you should get that a month. Not a thousand dollars for the rest of your life. That's a thousand dollars a month. Now you're talking practice squad as well. Um, practice squad works harder than them. Yeah, I know. They work harder than them, to get just right. as hard as the guys are they playing. Are they short? No. They get cut, they cut. Oh, wow. Oh, it used to be when I came in, because I came in on a different system. Uh, still the same still the same politics system, political system, but I came in in a difference where if if I didn't make the team my and I was on practice squad, my base salary would have been sixty nine, seventy nine thousand in the right. NFL, who yeah. makes billions uh-huh. of dollars. And how you explain that? How do you make sense out of that? So a lot of guys got together, and this is what happened. And it, you said, "Well, the practice squad. How can you keep them on practice squad for two and three years, and you you don't give them any credited seasons? So now they got a credited season. If you've been on practice squad for twice, you accredited a season, I believe. Okay. So and maybe even uh, one time. But so you like mess up. Yeah, like you mess up a lot of these guys' money. Yep. yep. You mess up a lot of their money because they could be 26 but only in the league for two years because they've been on practice squ- squad. And then when it's time to pay them, say, well, you're not a, you're not a vested player. That was right. never a fail. But you, um, the baseball league, and it's hard for me to get off this because I do, we, gonna, we got time, but we real quick. The baseball league, you got to have all that stuff in place. You get 150000 uh for the rest of your life a year and you got lifetime insurance. But they stop guys at eight years, and I seen they, and I seen them stop guys at five years, and then put them on coaching staffs so they can get there ten years. Yeah, let them hey Ridiculous. be a hitting coach, so, even though you didn't that hit. Happened to me in the, with the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I was with the Red Sox. I got caught up in May. Uh, Manny Ramirez broke his finger. Stayed there the whole time. I was doing good. There was no reason for me to get sent down. All right, the pitchers, they uh, the rosters got full, like in August, the end of August, right? So. I went down for supposedly two weeks when they expand the rosters back to 40. So I'll be back to the big leagues. Those two weeks over, mm-hmm. I get a call in the office that say that, you know, I don't believe this, but they don't have enough lockers to bring me back up. Enough lockers? That That's exactly what they told me, that the clubhouse is too small. <laughs> and with the guys that we were expanding, that um, you did a great job this year, but, uh, you know... Yeah, another locker back in the big leagues. Brian, how much money that? Nelly, I don't, rem- I, don't, like, I don't believe you on this. Opportunity to continue to play when the season didn't matter in September to become a free agent, maybe next year for another team, right? Or do well enough to stay on the team. But the kicker was they called up a guy that was in AAA. I'm not gonna call his name, but they called up a guy in AAA that needed like a month to have his 10 year service time. Tell me his name. I'll call it out. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, I don't believe you. I don't believe this is the first time. This is the first time ever. I, I'm not believing you. But you know what? I can believe it. He said, "No, a locker." I can believe it though, man. Because you can't make that up, man. You can't make that up. You cannot that's make, that's it. make it up. And and it's so sad that the next year I was like, "Why would I even try?" I just went to Japan, man, and, and tried to secure some money for my family. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. And then if you go to Japan, it's like when you come back, 
you betrayed your league. You betrayed the MLB. But Mike nobody hears. Nobody it. hears that we didn't have locker space. We're gonna. We can. The millions we uh, we make. Mm-hmm. We're gonna build you a uh, hundred dollar locker. No, we could just. Man, I would have dressed in the, in the lock in the shower in the bathroom. Uh, mm. I yeah. didn't care. I just want to. You know, I, I earned that. That's something that. That's just a level, man. In a way, to 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 control the numbers, man and. Like, people don't understand. Baseball wouldn't even be baseball for us if it wasn't for a Negro League. There would be no Jagger Robinson. There would be no nobody, Hank Aaron, none of us, because we weren't allowed to play in the first place. So that's yeah. where this older guy named Rue Foster came up with the Negro League to give us an opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. So once they get an opportunity to play, MLB was about to go under in 1940s, 45. They was not even selling out. It was so... The MLB, I mean, the Negro League teams were renting their stadiums, filling them out every time they rent it. Right. So, hey, if I'm a businessman, you know that MLB integrated before the military in the United States, right? That was the first um, established business to integrate was was Major League Mm -hmm. Baseball. You know, that was before Congress, before the military, before everybody. So sports in general is the way to do it. To the way to get our, our kids back in it, you know, baseball. But like Spivey always said, it has to come out of the, uh, the grassroots, the lower level. I, I think everything does because if, mm-hmm. if you confuse it by coming in the middle at the top, then when you need to go back to the start from scratch, there's no scratch. Nope. There's no exactly. scratch to start from. So, now I hear you, uh, but I, I'm never going to believe you on that locker space thing. But you are... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's tourist, how, tourist that's how crazy sports is. If I can yep. stop you from making money and... and I gotta. I would like to look that guy in the face who called me into his office and had to tell me that that story and say, "This is why you're not here because you're oh, he the GM for the Cubs right now. Because you, the, <laughs> he the G. Oh man, wow. Because you, and it's usually those kids that uh was getting the bats for you. Uh, this was this was driving me crazy. Those kids that was getting the bats for you in a locker room that was all mm-hmm. excited to be around you, they become GMs. And and you know, rightfully so. You've been around the game. You better right. know something yeah. about the game. Um, like the coach for the uh, Miami Heat. Film guy, if you watch so much film, you better know some fo- basketball. Yeah, you yeah. better know some basketball. And but he been watching film since he was a kid because he was a, He's got that knowledge, he, man. He was, a, but he was a film guy. Somebody put him in that right. position. Nobody's putting uh, African American kids in position to get those positions. I'm gonna, I'm glad Stu got the job in the in uh, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, that was that was big. That was huge. Because only because it can you know, it can inspire somebody else to want to be it. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have anything to do with it right now. I don't know why. I'm not bitter about baseball, MLB. I just know how it works. You just don't want to do not, it for that league. You you wouldn't mind being a GM because you you know how to run. And I and and you got to get the right people around you. Because if, if if starting the league, I mean, you gonna go back to trend centers, but you know it's gonna be a lot of blocking, a lot of roles anyway. But starting that league. You gonna have to be a GM because you gonna have to be that guy that mm-hmm. run it. You gonna have to be an Al Davis who who right. set that trend. You gonna have to be that type of guy. Yeah, that that is true. Like I'm not. That is my goal. I want to be that for a league that you know is a, a different venue for. Like we were talking about in Africa. Let's just say we did this in Africa. We've also been talking to some football players and some basketball players, and we were like, okay. Let's just build something like a croc center in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, let's think about the croc center in like yeah. one, like seven, eight states in Africa, right? Yep. Everywhere we go, we build one of those. Boom, croc center. Now you got basketball, baseball, football, track, everything covered. 
right? So just, let's just stay with the baseball. But the baseball, we would treat it like winter ball, like the Dominicans. Like they go back home every year, every last one of the major leaguers that play in their own league. That's more fun than playing in the MLB. I Man, I played in Dominican, Venezuela, Japan, Mexico, you know, Puerto Rico, Italy, everywhere. Everyone has their own, like, I don't know, it's their own culture in baseball. Their own little niche. Yeah, everybody has their thing in baseball. So, like, if we had ours, we would have, you know, whatever, singing and all kind of stuff that brings our culture to baseball. There's no black culture in baseball, which, like, motivates our kids to want to play. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I I know what you're saying. Let me, we got about four, about three and a half minutes to close. And let me, uh, man, you know, I can talk. We had... I, one of my best shows on on uh, Crumb Life Sports Talk. One of my best shows ever. First time I came on. No, that okay. was one of the worst shows. Oh, wow. uh, when I had some, I had a Nelly, I had Brian, and a bunch of other baseball guys that I didn't know coming in, coming on the show, voicing their opinion. I was sitting like like a little kid, and it was like this is interesting because <laughs> I talk to these guys, uh, Spivey and uh, Nelly, all the time, and I get the insight on. I know politics at a high level. Right. I know politics at a high level. And I know politics and sports, but when you hear it in the other sport, it's just like, wow. And you're you know, it's, and you know it's there because how can you get let a guy? How can how can Nelly not play ten years in a major league baseball? Um, because one of the things was because of the locker room space. That's yeah. just one. But then mm-hmm. I can go get a guy who only played five years, don't look anything like Nelly, but I'm gonna hire him as a betting coach. And he couldn't even hit when he played. Right. But, but it's uh, just not pro sports why, because they could control those people. Right, like Ricky right. Henderson right now is a coach with the A's, but he can't. If I walk by him, he couldn't put his stamp on me. He couldn't pull me to the side and say, "Hey, man, you need to do this. Come and let me show you this." No, yes, they, they, they'll fire Ricky so quick. Right. Ricky get fired so quick, it'd be ridiculous. But you don't even have it pro sports. You have it in college sports too. Yeah, you do. And you look, do. NCAA is corrupt, man. I texted you that the other day. How right. I thought it was corrupt. And and, and, that one, and then what I say to you, I say, yeah, that's always been the case. I know right. that. And with the. High school, we these guys off the air. Yeah. They control everything. They control everything. Mm-hmm. They won't even let your kid transfer as a senior to go to another school because he had to sit out. But then he can't sit out as a senior. His, his high school is over. It's with. Done, man. I have this kid, Scotty Pippen's nephew, in Cross mm-hmm. Arkansas, where I grew up. They just went through this man with this kid. They, you would think they would embrace him and, and try to push him to be great. Dude is six four. He runs track, baseball, football, everything. Kick the, try to kick him off, kick them off the basketball team for nothing. They have a coach that's not trying. The kid want to play, and it's his senior year. Kick them off the team. The baseball coach said, "Oh, now you can't play baseball." Like, but they, but, they, but if I'm if I'm trying to destroy you, Nelly, I'm gonna find something bad about you, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna mark cross market media and everything. So when I do what I do, it seemed like it was justified. But there's not a lot of coaches. There, all these coaches from from Google World. They they go right. in there and get an offense <laughs> or a defense. They from Google, and then they think this works. You ain't never played, and I'm not saying that coach ain't never played can't right. coach because we see there are some coaches that that put gotta, that work. You better in. have that smart zone. You better have some sense. Yeah, in your but head. if you never played, and somebody throw one ninety five in my head, and I ask you, <laughs> coach, what I'm supposed to do? What, what you gonna tell? He he, he don't know because he never had no ninety five in his head. Exactly. Like, what am I? Am I to get back in there? Do I fake bunt? What like? What do I do, coach? <laughs> <laughs> Can you ask somebody? <laughs> Man. Let me find that out for you. Hold on. We're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about Kevin Stallings tomorrow because we are out of town. <laughs> uh, but I do want to because I, I said he shouldn't get fired. He should get suspended because if a kid say the same thing he said to another right. kid, you are gonna suspend him. Just like Rick Pitino don't want to be affiliated with Chris Jones because he did the same thing. 
So then I kick mm-hmm. him off the team. I don't have to bring up my situation anymore. Yep. But how are you, how are you not going to su- uh, suspend Billings? But yet you take another NCAA uh, coach. Right. Doesn't get off the court in a, a, ma- uh, uh, a quick matter ejected? fashion. Yeah, he got ejected. Took his time. I haven't seen the story. But he gets a game suspension. Kwame how how do you sport? do that, man? I don't know, man. Uh, I appreciate Brian Nelson, Kwame Lasso Sports Talk, Dougie B. You know, you know, I've been offered to do another show, too, on the weekends, uh, 99.1. I thought you were saying 99.9. 99.1. <laughs> but um, you know what? We got, we got avenues to talk about this. We got avenues. I, I'd rather get fired than sit around and not talk about it um, on my shows the way I get down. So, Nelly, you know you always got a forum. I got to get off the air. Uh, but Kwame Lasso Sports Talk, we're going to talk about Stalin tomorrow and a whole bunch of other things. Well, we'll see you then. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.